Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Hear Me Out Short Stacks. This is the first episode uh, that we recorded with my new mic and audio interface, so hopefully you guys get the full effect of my silky smooth pipes. Uh, the first topic in this episode is, is Spider-Man's auto-rotate on or off on his phone? Hope you guys enjoy the show. Thanks. Everything is now resolved and our hopes and dreams are crushed. So let's get started. Damn. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so we're doing uh, Spider-Man then? I mean, I I don't know if I want to do Spider-Man, but if you want to you what? want to do You're the one who was like, you should do Spider-Man. This is your idea, this whole operation. I'd like to do the Spider-Man topic, but I would not like to do Spider-Man, so to speak, sir. Oh, I see what you've <laughs> done. I see what you did. Normally, I, 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 wouldn't su- I wouldn't suggest such things, but the tone of voice was... I, uh, I wasn't prepared for such, you know... Debauchery. Debauchery so early in the episode. <laughs> would you or would you not fuck Spider-Man? Whoa. <laughs> That's not the topic. <laughs> not the topic, just a question. Um, is he wearing the suit or is he not? Like, is it is it Peter Parker or is it Spider-Man? Is my question. Spider. So he's wearing the suit. <laughs> yup. <laughs> oh my. I think I think the logistics raise issues. I think it's just gonna devolve into just a bunch of like clothes grinding um, and be, i don't think the, the suit, suit can is be the, torn. i can it though like okay also this is important which spider-man are we talking about is it like uh uh what's his name who's the guy who plays spider-man now is it spider pig hmm spider pig no peter Porker. oh you're saying tom holland toby mcguire or andrew garfield Andrew Garfunkel. Is it Garfield, right? It's Garfield. Yeah, Tom Hollister, Andrew Garfunkel, and uh, Toby Mackie. There it is. (laughs) I'm I'm saying, is it... Three Spider-Mans. If it's Mac and Cheese, it's a hard no. If it's a a Hollister, like, that suit can't be torn. That's 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 basically an Iron Man suit, you know? Indeed. Oh, and don't forget about Black Spider-Man, a.k.a. Donald glove handles. <laughs> <laughs> not, not Miles Morality. <laughs> oh God. Oh man. Okay, all this to run around to 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 the the topic at hand. Um, so Spider Man has auto rotate off, right, on his phone. Has. Yeah. I mean, but you know what? Go ahead. No, no, no. You're laughing. I'm not laughing. So clearly your thing was funnier. No, it's not something funny. It's just more of like something stupid that I did, which was like, I was like, yeah, I want to talk about the Spider-Man one because that like, that was cool. But really, like in my head, I meant the the uh, doors and locks trope. <laughs> I said Spider-Man, and I agreed with these things, Spider-Man. And now that we're talking about Spider-Man, I have nothing to say about it because I remembered that I wasn't actually talking about Spider-Man. <laughs> oh my uh, god! I've never been. <laughs> uh, 
That's so terrible. And then you said, so Spider-Man definitely has his phone on auto, uh, or definitely has auto-rotate off on his phone. And I was like, yep. And I was like, wait. <laughs> That's it. That's the funniest answer you could have said. <laughs> yep. Fucking died. Tyler, are you having a stroke? I need to know. Me? No. I have exactly. full, I have full mobility. mobility on both sides of my body. Nice. What about in the middle? Maybe. Wink, wink, nod, nod, you know. Like that dude. I'm on medication. Vi- Viagra? Something C- a little Cialis? stronger. Ooh, he's a Gas- Cialis boy. <laughs> Gas station dick <laughs> pills. Um, so I guess, is that is that the topic? Is, are we just, is that it? Are we... I don't know, do we have more to say about Spider-Man's phone? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, dude, I'm I, I'm drawing blanks. Do you guys have auto rotate on or off? It off. um, I can check for you. I have my oh. phone screen locked in place. Wait, okay, it's auto rotate off, meaning that it can't auto rotate. Yeah. No, mine's on. Hmm. Because like. Some apps don't auto rotate. Like if it's video, like if I'm gonna watch a video, clearly I need it on. But like yeah. the thing, the main reason I turn it off is if I'm gonna use my phone in bed, and then I want to lay on my side and have the phone like per- parallel to the ground, but which is in line with my face, you know? Yeah. But the gyroscope's like, oh, you're holding it sideways, so I should flip it. I'm like, no, you dumb piece of shit, fucking Steve Jobs mm. ruined you. Wait, <laughs> if you're in space. With low gravity, <laughs> to, or no gravity. Which way does it? Which way does it? Uh, orient. That's a this good isn't question. even. This isn't even funny. I just genuinely don't know, and I'm really confused. I'm a little scared, to be honest. Yeah, I'm just imagining like Ethan going to like Elon Musk and doing like the whole like shy thing with the fingers. He's like, yeah, e- Elon. Um, first of all, congratulations on the baby. <laughs> Second of all, when you send the phone into space, which way does it flip? Does it auto rotate? What's the orientation like? Oh, and again, congratulations on the baby. <laughs> I genuinely huh. do not know. So I just looked it up real quick, and apparently it uses a sensor called the accelerometer. Oh, so it's independent. Uh, to determine that, so which measures changes in velocity. Mm-hmm. So, so it I would, don't know how that. I don't think that has anything to do with gravity. Then no, it's just like it. it it's looking for the flip. Is what it's looking for. Yeah, I guess. So you. So that, that's why sometimes when you have it flipped over, it doesn't do it, and you have to like flip it back and then like aggressively flip it because. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Thanks for that, Ethan. My mind is not doing well right now. Thinking about this. Yeah. Well, now we think... know. Well, oh shoot. I just realized. Wait. No, that's stupid. I was like, wait, but if you're in space, you're probably in orbit, which means you're constantly like moving. But then I was like, wait, we're constantly constant moving velocity. On the Earth. So I think I don't think that actually affects anything. No. I think I think auto rotate then would work the same in space as it does on Earth. 
Wait, but that that going back to Spider-Man, that's an interesting topic or or point. If if he's like swinging around um Manhattan and like he's 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 going in a circle, like he's swinging in an arc. Actually, I mean he's not upside down that much, right? No, he's mm-hmm. upside down a good bit. He does the thing where he like shoots a web and then like hangs down from it and like grabs it with his feet, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but like, is that is that phone using time, or would you just like, if you're gonna use your phone, would you not just like swing with one hand and just like hold your phone in the other? You know, I don't think Spider Man does distracted swinging. That just seems like a recipe for like death. Oh, you're well, saying Spider Man's well, just was... much too responsible. Oh my god, that was the worst possible. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, worst <laughs> <laughs> <Versus> reality. <laughs> we just waited. And then we were like, oh, he's not talking. So we both talked and did that four times. It's like the thing where you're like dodging someone on the sidewalk, but then you go the same way and you just like keep doing that until you finally like punch the dude in the face and <laughs> wasting your time. You mean dancing with the devil? Yeah, sure. the devil's like your, your co-worker, you know? Was anybody it's... else taught when you were a kid that when you do that, you're dancing with the devil and so you need to say a little prayer afterwards to make sure you don't get possessed? No. 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 Jeez. That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Imagine and living I fear, to this in show. fear of getting possessed from awkward sidewalk encounters. I mean, Honestly, yeah. If if kids were taught that the devil might possess you if you're awkward enough, like <laughs> I don't know if that would make the world a better place or not. But that's why I'm so charming we just, now. We just said awkwardness is okay in the last episode, so I think it would make the world worse. Cause then we have to say awkwardness is not okay because you you're probably possessed by the devil. I think mm. it's just the fact that my family is hella superstitious. Are we just going to ignore the fact that Ethan is middle parting his hair with a fucking ruler right now? <laughs> yeah. Look at that clean we line. Are. I, I can't focus. Also, I, off I air. Fo- I'm perfectly focused on off air, parting his hair. I'm feeling like we might need to can this. <laughs> And go can with what? another we can this whole thing and start over <laughs> yeah that's that's possible <laughs> we don't have to can it we can well, move yeah, on we, though we just go to another topic pick a different yeah. one we can we can okay. do bank ice or the 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 door and lock trope thingy tyler yeah. that's this is your this is your full operation you've got it okay i'm saying it all right okay so hollywood has two totally opposite tropes with door locks uh, if you're getting chased and you shut the door and shoot the lock, then it can't be opened. But if the door's already locked and you're trying to get in, you can shoot it and then the door will open. I think that mechanic as a as a whole, like either one, is just dumb. You know? Because if you think about like shooting the lock and then the door can't open, that doesn't make any sense because the lock is what keeps it closed, right? In theory. Unless it's like a mm-hmm. mechanical or not a mechanical electronic keypad, like a Star Wars thing. Star Wars does this really badly. Like, Star Wars has the worst issue of this I think I've seen. Because in so many different things, like, whether it's uh, animated shows or the movies or anything, like, somebody with a lightsaber will just slash the door pad, and either it'll open or if they're inside, it'll close. And it's like, I I don't understand how these doors work. I don't think anyone in Lucasfilm knows how those doors are wired. That's true. I didn't even think about it in the context of Star Wars where it's like completely different, but it has the exact same like where it just does whatever purpose you want it to at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz I mean, 
is like if if let's try and design a system of door like just verbally right now that like that works for like in what type of lock if you cut the lock does it close the door and make it unopenable you know actually when i think about it it could work either way right because the the keypad or whatever thing they're shooting operates the door mechanism right in theory um and in theory like that's telling the door what to do somehow electronically and if the door is closed and you shoot that thing it should stay closed because it can no longer send signals to do anything but if it's if it's closing and you shoot it then it maybe it stops closing because it can no longer tell it to close it it depends on the mechanism that the door is running on right if it's just like a if it opens like like not if it opens up and down then i think closing like destroying the lock would probably make it force close because gravity right well Um, you would probably as the door designer build build some sort of fail safe where it doesn't just fall and kill whoever's under it because what if you're just walking under a door and then suddenly the system fails or the power goes out then you're dead well but then in that case turning off the panel wouldn't do anything it wouldn't lock it or open it it would just stop it from moving or maybe like if you're oh, the if opening you're... the opening definitely would not happen though well if like. going back to the fail safe idea like if you had a door and like you knew that there was a possibility of maybe the power goes out right like on a ship or something like that you might want the door to default to open if the power comes like goes out like it's spring loaded up so that way people don't get trapped in rooms you know yeah but then from the from a security measure uh yeah whatever kind of ship you're on that's that's pretty bad so i think i think these types of doors are just really all around just not good not secure yeah there you're gonna have to sacrifice safety or security yeah it sounds like i mean like i think this really i i think this idea only gets worse when you talk about applying it to doors like that we have in modern days in modern day times because like if you in a door if in your house door if you like break the handle and the lock off it, it's just gonna open right because the lock is the part that keeps it closed obviously <laughs> so like i think shooting a lock to open a door perfectly viable but shooting a lock to close the door that is just saying that doesn't make any sense yeah i think it depends on how you shoot the handle so like say on like like a normal mm. doorknob for like an interior door in a house if you shoot it like directly like in like if you shoot it into the door like perpendicular to the door then it's probably going to blow out the interior mechanism and it's going to you know just kind of like fall apart and like shatter and then you could just open it but if you mm-hmm. shoot at it like parallel to the door like into the side of the doorknob then it'll bust off the doorknob while keeping the interior mechanism intact so then it's still latching the door closed you just don't have a handle to twist it with that but if you're i see what you're saying but on a door that has a hinge or a handle on both sides then yeah like, then it doesn't matter yeah well, i think if you shot straight through it you might not dislodge the lock that's there of course someone could reach in and pull physically pull out whatever is keeping the door shut but then like if you already have a gun and you're shooting it to close it anyone who tries to reach their hand and trying to get froggy with the lock uh, is going to be in for a bad time <laughs> So yeah. I think it, it could work, but you have to be really precise about it. Otherwise, they're going to 
like if you misfire or like are slightly off to the left of that door handle or something or to the right whichever way the door is oriented and you shoot the lock out you know it's it's yeah also might as well have left it depending on like the material the door handle is made out of like you could be dealing with ricocheting bullets and you know nobody likes ricocheting bullets for sure speaking of which like i've always had an issue in movies when like people are just firing guns into the air fucking left and right wildly you know like in rooms like in in bottom floors of of buildings they'll just be firing bullets into the air and it's like bro (laughs) that's uh that's the smith's kitchen you're firing into watch yourself you know (laughs) But also, yeah. like, if you're firing it outside, does the bullet fall down at some point? And yeah, if it does but... fall down, then, like, it's got to be super... It has to be, have a lot of momentum, right? It has to be, like... Because it's physics, right? It comes down with the same velocity it went up. Or no, 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 it doesn't. No, no, no. No, it'll just... It'll, it'll fall at terminal it'll velocity. terminal velocity. Yeah. Woo! So it'll be but... less dangerous than it coming out of the barrel. But it's still deadly enough. Because there was actually... Golly, how many years ago? It was probably like five or six years ago on New Year's Eve in in my my neck of the woods. People like to get froggy with their guns. And so mm-hmm. there was a bunch of dudes just like taking their handguns and going like <laughs> celebratory gunfire. Of and course, as you do. This family was in church. Maybe it was Christmas Eve because that's why they were in church. And so they were in church on Christmas Eve. And all of a sudden a bullet just came like through the ceiling and then just hit their kid and killed him. That's and so was, sad. And it was celebratory. They could tell it was celebratory gunfire. Cause they were like the only people shooting in the air and whatnot. So yeah, yeah it is. They do, are, it do be coming down. That happens like every year um, for New Year. Like I'm pretty sure like a few years ago, I think it was the Philippines for the New Year. People did that kind of thing. And like a bunch of babies died in random spots Jeez. from falling bullets. Just, it seems like those so, like celebratory gunshots just seem to hone in on babies. I was gonna say it's so weird that it was just babies. Like, Every time it's the, just like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. Once you're over the age of like twelve, the bullets just like ah, I don't want it. I don't. I don't need it. <laughs> I want that fresh meat. I've had enough of the the twelve and over range. You know, this yeah. is my only chance to get a, a real right babe. You know. Also, you know what else bothers me. Okay, so I've, I've been thinking about this, and it's in regards to shooting. In Star Wars, or any sci-fi thing, where the, the ammunition is bolts of energy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's, there's several things wrong with it. So, like, <laughs> you see them shoot it, and after a while, it just stops. Like, is the energy dissipating, or is it just can only go so far before it stops? Wait, what? I missed well, the it... very beginning. What is this shooting, or what's this in? It's Wait, shooting, like... Where, it's where shooting you... like a blaster in Star Wars, and it's shooting like energy bolts. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the energy bolts, it's it's energy. It's like it has no mass. It's just energy. It's well, just tr- it depends because like like if you're talking about lightsabers and like assuming lightsabers and blaster bolts are made out of similar things, I mean scientifically it's theorized that lightsabers are probably plasma, which is like superheated gas. Yeah. Um, which I mean, and it's magnetic, which it does have mass. It's just um, so negligible that the effects of gravity should not pull it down to the ground for a very long time. No, you're correct. Yeah. So like even just like a normal little blaster not made for long range, if you just shoot it and there's nothing in the way, it should take a very, very long time for it to just sink into the ground. And plus it's like 
correct me if I'm wrong, but energy like that is moving like close to the speed of light, right? I really have no idea like the physics of this kind of thing. Cause obviously any of these star Wars weapons have no like solid basis in real life. Otherwise we'd probably be uh, firing laser guns and all that in the military or mm-hmm. something, you know? I mean, well, I mean like, they, we'd have they, the technology if it was like they plausible. are doing energy weapons. Like, I mean, they do have a laser gun that exists like, and it works. It shoots stuff out of space. Um, yeah. But they have lasers it, in general, but when the laser it, turns on, it's just like the beam just basically just appears. Like, it's not like you don't see it like going like, yeah, unless you put it like, in like, super, like as super far slow-mo. as as far as like the Star Wars style weapons, we don't have anything equivalent no, to like firing because... some beam of something that's like short and travels. Stopping the beam, but also continuing the the velocity is the issue. Well, because I well I the thing is. If you, you can do that with light, right? Like if you send the if you turn on a flashlight or a laser and then turn it off, that beam of light is off, is is still going. Yeah, it's just so fast you can't perceive it. Yeah, it's it's already hit something that stopped it or dissipated it already. By the time you've turned it off, like it already finished, it went as far as it can, you know, mm-hmm. or at least out of your sight. Yeah, but like also Star Wars blaster bolts seem to go really slow. Yeah. That's, a, that's what I've been it. wondering, because when you see them shoot, and also just playing every Star Wars game in existence, like, the bullets have the same mechanisms as, like, bullets you'd fire in, like, the military right now. So you still have to put lead on the bullets, which, if it's just raw energy, it's traveling at the speed of light. It should be negligible, like, well, I mean, there, should be, there should be no wind resistance. Like, you shouldn't have to deal with any of that. It's clearly not firing at the speed of light though like well, well, like, what i mean is close to the speed of light no it's not even close either because if it was if it was even close you wouldn't see it moving you know yeah because like, if you're just gonna be dead instantly you wouldn't have if, time to do anything yeah because if you're gonna say it's really well, yeah. close to the speed of light and then but you can also see the spacing between like the blasts and also see like like jedi block blaster bolts all the time really consistently from people that are firing like down a hallway you know like well, they've yeah. been as close as like 10 or 20 feet apart from someone locking blaster bolts at their at their shooting and if they're moving close to the speed of light it takes like a millisecond for a light to pass that distance you know well i know what i'm, what I'm saying is not that the bolts are they're not currently traveling at speed of light because obviously they aren't what i'm saying is they should be yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i yeah that's fair yeah, they should be traveling at speed of light, so you shouldn't have to worry about any of that. But the thing is, they do, which doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, like, lots of, like, all of the physics in Star Wars just don't really make any sense. Um, yeah. yeah, that's, that's TIE that fighters, that. TIE fighters making sound in space. <laughs> Anything making sound in space. Also, <laughs> oh, yeah. the fact that going, even more on Star Wars, we're just going to keep going down this, this rabbit hole, I guess. Anytime you watch any of the big space fights... The fact that all the 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 the, uh, the big ships line up in a horizontal line, like to fight each other, like they'll all be like all the people on one team will be on one plane in space, and then the other the opposition will line up on that same plane opposing them, which is that how makes you no do, sense. It doesn't, but it, it's how you do fights on land because that's how land works. There's only one plane to do fights on, but in space you have 360 degrees of freedom. You have infinite planes 
to attack your opponent from. I don't understand why you don't just hyperspace in if you know if because you have to know the plane that they're on, right? In order to be on the same one as them at a hyperspace, you have to have some idea of what plane the enemy is on. So if you yeah. knew that, why don't you just hyperspace jump in and be 90 degrees above them and you have you have the advantage, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, but the thing is, like, I've been watching the Clone Wars because uh, I've been wanting to rewatch it before I watch the final season. And if you watch that in a lot of their space battles, they and in also, like, the Battlefront games that I've been obsessed with during quarantine, is, like, they'll actually have battles where, like, you'll have, like, uh, you'll have, like, a, a Republic cruiser right here but then, like, the Separatists will have, like, their frigates, like, jump in from above and start shooting it. And then, like, you'll see them, like, turn all their deflector shields. They'll, like, put all the energy into, like, the, the, the top deflector shields because the bottom is completely fine since they're all coming from above. And then they'll, like, rotate and then they'll do stuff like that. That's cool. But in, like, the, in the actual movies, they don't do that, which is... They, they do some stuff like that, but I, I think what you were saying when you have a giant battle of, like, things facing off and they all come from hyperspace at each other if you knew like like you said if you knew that exact location why not instead of going like directly there make a triangle with like where you would have gone and go like a little bit perpendicular to them and then hyperspeed again like down so that your entire fleet is facing their tops which probably aren't that protected right it's um, just and then I, go at them straight from there because they're already at a disadvantage Basically, yeah. what we're saying is that Tyler and I should both be um, Grand Moffs in the Imperial Army. <laughs> For sure. And just do all the strategy. You know? It's just, it just it doesn't make... I think, like, episode three... Is, is episode three the one where they start in the... Over I think Coruscant. episode three is the one where they start in the big battle over Coruscant, right? Yeah. I think that one's a good example of, like, a non-linear space battle. Because mm-hmm. that one, they come up over the the the... What's that ship called? It's not. It's not a. It's not a uh, star destroyer because it's like the Clone Wars version, but it's like the predecessor. It has a name, but it's like a. It's a triangle shaped ship. The Re- the Republic. Republic cruiser. cruiser. Yeah, the Republic cruiser. They come up over the side and they turn under it, and then they're in the middle of it. And it's that's a really cool shot. It is. Yeah. It's that, that's maybe, one of the dopest space battles. Yeah, I'm Not sad they didn't get like get to replicate something like it in. Um. The sequels. I mean, I know like they had a start a fight like similar to that. Not similar. It was like very much smaller scale in The Last Jedi, and they had a huge fight in The Rise of Skywalker. But it, that just didn't feel as cool to me. Yeah. I don't know. Now we're getting into like the realm of sequels versus prequels and things. And yeah. That's the whole thing. All that to say, the physics. Although they're not like on point, they do have a little bit of basis in reality. Cause I don't know if y'all know who the Hacksmith is on on YouTube. I do, no. I do. They make like he, stuff from shows and movies and try and make it real, right? Yeah. So they made, uh, they tried to make like a prototype lightsaber. Like I think it was like a few years ago. Oh, I think um, I saw that actually. And basically, what it was is it was just a superheated metal rod. So yeah, you couldn't re- you couldn't retract it or anything, and it had to be connected to like a huge battery pack they carried on their back. But it functioned like a light. Um, and then they were like, "Yeah, how can we get something that hot?" And then, uh, "How can we get something that hot and be retractable, and also like stop, like not just be like 
constantly going like a laser. Like, how, how would we be able to do that? And then they're like, we could have like a piece of metal and then the metal like retracts. But then that's once again, not really like a lightsaber because it's not really supposed to be like a material like that. It's, it's, and so they're trying to figure it out. So then they figured out how to like contain the, like this plasma and it just shoots out plasma to like the length of a lightsaber. And they've been working on it and posting about it on Instagram. And they said their video about it's not going to come out for a few months, but they've gotten it down to where they've gotten, they figured out how to make a power source that will fit into the hilt of a lightsaber. They're designing their own hilts right now. And the main guy who's leading the project, uh, he's making like a steampunk hilt and it's super cool. And they figured out what, uh, like what little like pieces of like metallic dust they can add to the plasma to change colors. So like, I think if you add iron to it, it turns red, I think, or maybe iron turns green, but like you can change the colors of it. That's and so on cool. top of that, they're like, this actually does function. They held it up to like a, uh, an inch thick piece of just, uh, just of just cast iron. And they were like melting through it, like a blast shield door. And it was, Oh, that's, Super cool. that's so cool. Yeah, and they're, so they're basically going to... I think I think they might like make the thing that's like the closest possible thing to a lightsaber that humans could achieve. That, look, that sounds like they're going to get really close. If it, the power source yeah. fits in the hill, it's plasma, it's contained, it's... Damn, that's really, is, that's really exciting. Yeah. And by exciting, I mean terrifying, cool. because there's going to be a cult of people that build them and try and do things, and it's going to be scary, but cool for science <laughs> you should you should find the find a post or something about it so we can post it on the instagram and also because i want to see it I, yeah. I'm, literally, I'm actually doing that right now that's gonna be really fun nice bruh it looks literally looks like a lightsaber like i don't know if y'all can see this yeah that's so oh, yeah. sick it, yeah and it's, it's got, like so different colors good. in it that's dope as hell what if like also that's really cool to think about like the fact that we have science fiction and stuff like Star Wars that's fantasy, but it's like it it inspires people to go out and make stuff. So yeah. like by creating a science fiction universe, you're like, and if it's popular enough, you're gonna move the world towards that version of reality. You know, because yeah. of Star Wars being so popular and like everyone's like, oh my god, lightsabers are the shit. You know, now we've got this team of people like working so hard to make it a reality. When if Star Wars wasn't a thing, like nobody would be trying to do that really because there's yeah there's no precedent for it and you've not you haven't seen how cool it can be yeah but also comic-con is going to be fucking dangerous in 10 years <laughs> <laughs> oh gee instead of fighting for gun control people are going to be fighting for lightsaber control <laughs> that i would, feel like that's that less i feel like that's much less of a debate you know yeah, yeah. It's because, like, if you're going to try and come with a lightsaber, like, I'm going to see you coming, you know? Like, yeah, it's hard oh, yeah. to stealth kill with a lightsaber. That is one thing. I do not think this type of lightsaber would be able to deflect a bolt or even a bullet. Well, yeah. that's, that's why, that's, I think, the main reason for the bolts of, the blaster bolts being, like, also plasma that are, like, electromagnetically controlled with a field. Because the reason would be, like, the fields, the magnetic fields repulse. Mm, that makes sense yeah which is why like also the fact that they like the fact that they don't stop it and they just like reflect it yeah that's go, feel, go, fuels the theory cool. that like it's it's um either like electromagnetically contained or it is light you know yeah yeah 
Also, I think you just need the force in general to be able to uh, deflect fast projectiles coming towards you. Yeah, no, no, no human could ever do that, right? Just baseball doesn't exist, you know. <laughs> I, to be fair, a bullet moves much faster than a baseball. Well, honestly, oh. I think you could compare the speed of a. I think a fastball in baseball is probably faster than a blaster bolt in Star Wars. Okay, but not a bullet, Maybe. though. No, I mean clearly not a bullet. But Star Wars stuff doesn't move as fast as bullets. We've we've you know established. So I'm saying I think it's feasible for, like I think base. I'm, what I'm saying is baseball players should be the first Jedi. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that'd be that'd be very fun. Yeah. On that note, uh, <laughs> who's who's gonna be dark side and who's gonna be light side? <laughs> MLB or softball or major league softball players, if we know any. Which I mean, I don't, but you know. Are we talking about specific players? Or we could do teams. That's probably that's probably more accessible. And that'll do it for this week's show, guys. Thank you all for listening. If you want to hear the MLB Jedi or Sith tier list, tune back in in two weeks when we release short stack number four. Thanks to Wolfbeck for our intro music that they totally legally let us have. <laughs> Shout out to Ethan for his Blinding Lights remix that we're using as our outro music. Be sure to subscribe on whatever app you use, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher. Uh, And then if you're using Apple Podcasts, please rate and review us. It really helps us get our podcast out there. You can also follow the show's Instagram at HMO underscore cast. Our Twitter is the same. And then, as always, we're extremely so sorry for everything.